We welcome you to the I Believe in Jesus broadcast. It is so good to be back with you today. We're just praying consistently for all of our brothers and sisters in Christ around the world. I come here today to speak the holy word of God and and a word of encouragement, a word, a word to strengthen the body of Christ. Also, we always pray for the lost, those that have never accepted Jesus as their personal Savior. And we just pray today that if you are listening and you are one that knows Christ and you're downcast and you're going through hard times, my, my prayer for you is that Listening to the word today would encourage you and remind you about who your God is. Jesus is wonderful. You already know that if you've accepted him, but sometimes we just, as his children in hard times, need to be reminded about his character. And if you've never accepted Christ, then surely I would pray that you would continue to listen and that the word of God would prick your heart and that you would choose this day to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, believing that he is the only begotten Son of the Father, that he is the one that died for you, that bore your sins on the cross of Calvary, that not only died but rose from the dead on the third day. Oh, he is such a wonderful God, that his blood is the pure sacrifice for all mankind's sin when we put our faith in who he is and what he's done. Lord, I would open the broadcast today, coming to you in prayer, and I would give you thanks, Jesus, this day for who you are, for this opportunity to speak the word of God into the lives of many people around the world. I would pray for all those that work and labor at WINB radio broadcast, that they would have provision to continue this mighty work of God. I would also lift up in prayer all the other teachers that are on this radio broadcast, praying that they would be anointed and only speak truth and nothing but the truth. In Jesus, we give you thanks, and we praise you for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. I would like to go into the word of God, speaking to you about the natural attributes of Jesus Christ. He is such an awesome God. I'll begin by reading Hebrews 11 and 6. Without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Now, in order to have faith that pleases God, we must believe that Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world, and we must understand his attributes, his characteristics. Amen? The essential being of God. We need to know who we worship. Jesus is an awesome God, and it takes a lifetime and then of studying the Word of God to find out and to, to get understanding of who he is. So let us encourage you today. Psalms 139, 1 through 4, describes Jesus as omniscient. That means all-knowing, that there is nothing that Jesus doesn't know and understand. Isn't that, isn't that comforting to all of his children that when we speak to Jesus, 
we can have the assurance that he knows what's the past, the present, and the future. He's an all-knowing God. Listen to these scriptures. Oh, Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. Isn't that awesome to stop and think that your God knows you? He has searched your heart. He knows, it says, when you sit down and when you rise up. See, we get so caught up in our everyday life that we sometimes, we have the knowledge of this, but we forget that Jesus is so detailed that he knows when you're sitting in a chair and he knows when you get up. In other words, his eye is constantly upon us because we're his children. He is a father as well as a savior. He watches over us. A good father on earth knows where their children are, pays attention to what they're doing, correct? Well, how much more does our heavenly father, who is supernatural, sees us everywhere? He is a seeing God and an all-knowing God. His eye is on you. It says here that he perceives your thoughts from afar. He knows your thoughts before you even form them, the Word of God says. How awesome is he in all-knowing? Knows what we're going to think before we think it? Doesn't that comfort you? That he is paying such detailed attention to you? And a lot of you that are listening today are going through hard times. You're pressed beyond measure. Some of you just don't understand why you're having to walk through the things that you're walking through. You belong to God, but you're suffering in many different ways. Many are probably listening to the word of God today that are in great affliction. Well, Jesus is coming, just using me as a a voice, to tell you to be strong and to be of good courage because he's all-knowing. He knows exactly what you're going through. I go back and read the next part of that verse. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with my ways. He knows what you're going through. And then it completes the scripture by saying, before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. So since God is all-knowing, he knows us better than we know ourselves. And he knows what is best for us and how to best bring about his purpose in our lives. You, listening to this, what does it, children of God, what does it make you remember? That we, are, we have to know him, think about, meditate on this great attribute of Jesus that he is all-knowing and find comfort and we can trust him because Jesus is the one and only true God and he cannot lie and he cannot change and he has always been and he always will be. So he's he's going to get you through what you're going through and he's come today to encourage 
his children and to draw the lost. If you don't know Jesus, aren't you looking for a God like this? He's the only one and living true God. He gave his life for you without grudging. He did it willingly. And he, he wants to save your soul from an eternity of hell. If you have not already accepted Jesus, listen to his attributes. The next one we'll look at is found in Jeremiah 32, 27. I am the Lord, the God of all mankind. Is anything too hard for me? So since God is all-powerful, omnipotent, he can do all things. And he will give us his strength to do what he asks us to do. Omnipotent. Oh, all-powerful. The book of Psalms says that power belongs to our God, Jesus. Jesus is the creator of all things. He is the one and only begotten Son of the Father, God in heaven. He, when you get saved, he de deposits his divine nature in you. And his Holy Spirit comes to dwell in you. So that unlimited power lives in Jesus' people that have accepted him as their Savior. So the power of God lies in you, and he will strengthen you to do whatever he asks you to do. Now, a lot of times we go and do things that God didn't ask us to do. So that promise of his strength flowing through us to accomplish the task is not there because it has to be something that God has asked us to do. His grace comes and it's sufficient. It is the power of God to take his strength and make our weaknesses strong through that strength. So he is an all-powerful God. Nothing is too hard for him. No disease cannot be healed by him. For by his stripes, his people can be healed because his blood ran down his back when he took and bore those stripes that we might be healed. Healed from physical ailments, healed from emotional despair and agony. Jesus is the healer of all things, and he's all-powerful. Nothing too hard for Jesus. Doesn't that comfort you? that are going through such hard times. You hold on to faith because remember we started this teaching reading Hebrews 11:6. Without faith it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Don't lose your faith. The next attribute is omnipresent. Now this brings me great comfort as I know it will you. He's present everywhere. Am I only a God nearby, declares the Lord, and not a God far away? Can anyone hide in secret places so that I cannot see him, declares the Lord? Do not I fill heaven and earth, declares the Lord. You can find those scriptures in Jeremiah 23, verses 23 and 24. And Jesus is declaring, am I not nearby, a God that will draw near to his people? Is he not a God that is also far away? He's everywhere, omnipresent. There is nowhere you can go on the face of the earth that God is not there. He's, pr he's present everywhere. 
He's awesome. It brings us comfort. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He is with you, children of God. His eye is on you. His thoughts of good are towards you. He loves you. He loves the lost enough that he died for them. He died for all mankind. Jesus, let the love of God, let Jesus draw you today. God is good. God is great. He's an eternal God. He's not bound by time. Deuteronomy 32 and 40 says, I live forever. See, Jesus has always been and always will be. Since God is eternal and imparts his life to me as his child, I will live with him forever. He has promised us eternal life in the word of God as we accept Jesus. If we don't accept Jesus, we will, have, we will go to a place called hell. And we will be in torment forever. Who, would, who in their right mind would ever want to choose that? Jesus died that you might have eternal life after you believe in him and accept him. Jesus said in John 3 and 3, he said to a man called Nicodemus, he said, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Jesus desires that we would believe, amen, and that we would accept him as our personal Savior. He loves you. In John 3, 6, 15, it says that, Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have this eternal life. God is an eternal God. That means he's always been and always will be. Verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son to the condemn, into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He loves you. He, he knows that each and every human being has fallen short of the glory of God. We are all sinners, and we all need to repent of our sin and accept him as our personal Savior so that we can spend an eternity with him. Eternal is forever. That's why Deuteronomy 32 and 40 describes him as the eternal God. I live forever. John the Revelator in the book of Revelations said he's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He has always been and he always will be. Another attribute of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, my Lord and my Savior, is that he's immutable. He's unchanging. Malachi 3.6 describes him as such. says, I, the Lord, do not change. Since God is immutable, he will not change his character or his word. And I can, as a Christian, as his child, and so can you that are born again, depend on him to be totally trustworthy. That's why I and you, as his children, can go to the word of God, find a promise, just as we did in John three sixteen, that if we accept him and we believe in him, we will have eternal life. So praise God, he's not going to change that. Isn't that a great comfort, that the word of God will endure forever? When we get to heaven, we will hear the word for an eternity. His word will not change. He will bring everything to pass that he has spoken in the holy word of God. 
God is incomprehensible. He's unfathomable and mysterious. Romans eleven thirty three. Oh, the depth of the riches of the wisdom and the knowledge of God. How unsearchable his judgments and his paths beyond tracing out. Since God is incomprehensible, that means there is always more for me to learn about him. I can look forward to discovering the mystery of all that he is as he chooses to reveal himself to me. Isn't that wonderful? Jesus is self-existent, life in himself. John 5, 26 describes him as this. The father has life in himself. So he has granted the son to have life in himself. God is self-existent. He can never be destroyed, die, or cease to exist. He will always be there for me and for all of you. Oh, Jesus is so wonderful. That's why Jesus, when he was on the face of the earth, was able to say, I am the way, I am truth, and I am life. He is eternal life. And when we, as his people, die, if our, we live long enough that our flesh dies here on earth, as soon as this flesh takes its last breath, we go in to an eternity in heaven with Jesus Christ. And we will then live there with him forever. Our spirit will never die. Isn't that awesome? Find comfort today as I describe to you Jesus Christ and his all his awesome attributes. He is self-sufficient. For within himself, God is able to do all things. Romans eleven thirty six. from him and through him and to him are all things. There is nothing that he cannot do. He doesn't depend, in other words, on any other being to be able to do what he wants to do. He is self-sufficient. So since God is self-sufficient, Jesus he does not need anything or anyone else to accomplish his will for, for him or for me. He, he's not dependent on others to accomplish his will. Yes, he uses people, but if those people won't, he'll find another way. He'll get it done. God is God. It's a sad thing, but sometimes his own people will not obey him when he can move upon the heart of a lost person and them not even knowing or maybe not even doing it out of the right motive will do what God is wanting them to do. Remember the story in the Old Testament about how the prophets would not speak. So the Lord found a donkey and he spoke through the donkey. He's all sufficient. He'll get the job done. Nothing will stop him from performing his will in you through you, and according to the plans and the purposes of your life. So you just hold on to the fact that God Almighty, he is self-sufficient. He's also infinite. That means he's boundless. Listen to this scripture in Psalms 1, these scriptures in Psalms 139, 7 through 12. Where can I go 
from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast and secure if I say surely the darkness will hide me and the light become night around me even the darkness will not be dark to you the night will shine like the day for darkness is as light to you wow so God is infinite he's boundless there's no limit he has no limitations his power and presence knows no limit and he can do as he pleases in our life He's transcendent. He's above all. Isaiah 55 and 9 says, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. So since he is transcendent, I can trust his perspective, which is above and beyond mine. Wow. Don't forget when you don't understand what's going on. Meditate on this scripture. His ways are higher than your ways and his thoughts higher than your thoughts there's not even any measuring no comparison remember he's all-knowing he's all-powerful he's God he's above all he's sovereign he's supreme ruler all the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing he does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of the earth no one can hold back his hand or say to him what have you done no one all the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing in God's eyes because he is the supreme ruler because he is the creator of all things. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of the earth. No one can hold back his hand or say to him, what have you done? Woo, he is sovereign. He rules over me and you in all things and his will cannot be thwarted. He is God. He is God. He is God. He is sovereign. He is transcendent. He is infinite. That means boundless. He's self-sufficient. He's self-existent. He is incomprehensible. You can never learn everything about him. Yeah, that's why the, the mysteries of God are written in the Bible. We're ever searching, but we're ever learning. Immutable. He can't change. He cannot lie. He's an eternal God. He has been forever and he always will be. I find great comfort in this. Omnipresent. He's present everywhere. He's omnipotent. He's all-powerful. Amen. He's all-knowing. He's omniscient. All-knowing. There is not even a thought hidden from him. He loves you. He came to encourage you today. He came to remind his people of who he is. Meditate on this. You know, I don't believe the church of Jesus Christ meditates enough on the scriptures. And when we get downcast, we need to train by the power of the Holy Spirit and discipline ourselves to ponder in our heart the magnificence of our God. The ever-loving, everlasting, all-powerful God. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus Christ. Mankind has made up millions of false gods. There are, is only one living and true God. And if we have faith in him, we will please him. Amen? 
know him. Know him for who he is. Amen. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger. And he that believes on me shall never thirst. He is who he says he is. Amen. He is the all-powerful, all-knowing God. My. We just thank you, Jesus, for these scriptures. Lord, I just pray for all those that have sat and listened to your holy word today. I thank you that you've come to encourage them. I thank you, Lord, that the word of God promises that your written word will never go void, but it will go forth and it will fulfill the purpose for which you have sent it. I believe that your people are encouraged today. And I'm believing that those that don't know you held on to to listen and that right now they're asking you Jesus to forgive them of all their sins and to come into their heart Lord Jesus as their personal savior and if you're one of those people that needed encouragement know this meditate on the word of God in the hard times meditate on who your God is meditate think about it and and raise your hands and give him thanks for who he is we may not have anything else in this life here on earth to even find to be grateful for but if we're in that kind of state of mind there's one that we can be thankful for and that is jesus christ he's with you he knows what you're going through remember that he sees you sit he sees you get up that up he sees you rise up. He sees you lie down. He's he watching you with a loving eye. Children of God, you're the apple of Jesus Christ's eye. He's going to help you. He's going to give mercy. He's going to come. He's going to heal. He's going to strengthen. He's going to be your refuge. He's going to be your shelter. He's going to be your defense. He loves you with an everlasting love. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. So be strong. Be of good courage and raise your hands and thank him for who he is. God bless you until we return, Lord willing, next week on the I Believe in Jesus broadcast.